You are now listening to I Am Vibrant, the podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love. Warning, miracles may occur. Let's join today's episode. Hello there and welcome to the I Am Vibrant podcast. This is our first season of the I Am Vibrant podcast and I'm your host, Leah Lund. And this is episode six and it's all about how to not be hurt by criticism. Now, when somebody criticizes or judges you or you perceive that they do, it can be really, really painful, especially if it's your family. But right now, I want you to repeat after me. When I feel judged or criticized, it's a major opportunity to up-level my thinking and step out of my ego mind. I'm going to repeat that. When I feel judged or criticized, it's a major opportunity to up-level my thinking and step out of the ego mind. So it really is happening for you. And hopefully what I'm going to talk about today will bring you peace and comfort so that criticism or when it seems like somebody's judging you, it's no, no longer painful for you. When it kind of rolls off your back, you understand it for what it is. You look at it as the opportunity for you to up-level yourself, your thinking, and to feel better because we can choose to feel good in any situation. We can choose to feel good on purpose. So just hearing that, I hope there's already been a shift for you. And I also realize that it doesn't always happen instantly. So I'm gonna give you some practical strategies to shift your thinking about criticism. So first thing, when you feel criticized, number one strategy is look for the place where you might've changed. How have you changed that could be disrupting a codependent relationship, a codependent pattern? Okay, this is really about analyzing your own perception of things and noticing where you've changed up the game because especially with our family or our spouse or any friend we've had for a number of years, we have developed a pattern with them. And oftentimes it's very codependent. And um, when it's codependent and one of the partners, whether it's your spouse or your friend or your dog walker, your house cleaner, when one person changes how they relate and interact with another, it shakes everything up and you'll likely get a reaction from someone else. And that reaction can be the criticism. So first of all, ask yourself, where have you been changing? Have you shifted things up? Have you pulled the rug out from under this relationship without really any discussion or any warning? because that can happen all the time. And just knowing that can help you have compassion for the person that is criticizing you. It can help you realize, oh, no wonder. You know, I, it's like I reorganized the house and I expect them to know where to sit down on the sofa, except the sofa is no longer where it was and I've moved it and they can't see it. You can then relate and really feel compassion for the puzzle that the other person is in. So that's number one in terms of strategies of not letting criticism hurt you is to say, hey, have I changed 
in some way? Have I shifted things up? To give you an example of this, I had a client who came to our Clear Path retreat last summer, and um, she really went deep for five days. She had incredible breakthroughs because she really came in to shift what was hurting her, to shift the tension in her relationships and her family. And um, she went back home just supercharged with, with strategy, with technique, with skills that she was now going to go back and just be a much stronger leader in her family, a stronger mother, a stronger wife. And she was doing great. And she had it all um, lined out and practiced. She really was embodying the, the things that I taught her at the retreat. And so I checked in with her a few days after. And she was doing great. She was not letting what other people did or said get to her at work, especially. Um, she was speaking her preference and her opinion with confidence to everybody in her life. She was not getting overwhelmed when everybody was kind of coming at her in the family with different demands or different priorities. And she was diligently practicing the tools that I taught her to manage her own thoughts and emotions. But here's the thing, her husband was acting weird. He'd been really quiet. He'd been raising his voice with the kids more than ever and even leaving the house in the morning without giving her a kiss goodbye. And that was something they never, ever did. That never happened before, that he wouldn't give her a kiss goodbye or vice versa. And so what she said to me when I called to check in was, you know what, it's almost like he's mad or jealous that I'm doing so well. What I told her, I will tell you, when anyone close to you is criticizing or seems to be judging or seems to be jealous, and you recognize, oh, wow, I have kind of changed things up, then that behavior on their part is actually to be expected. It happens all the time, especially when two people have been married for a long time, but it happens in lots of situations. Our brains get really comfortable with the chemical reactions that are triggered by the emotions we feel and express most often. So in any relationship where two people have been communicating with passive aggressive comments or arguments or um, feeling angry or frustrated or disappointed. And then if one person stops doing that, the other brain, the other person, the brain inside the person doesn't know what to do. So it automatically goes into a stress response. And one of the stress responses is to um, lash out, right? I have another client who is doing so well with her weight loss and with her exercise and with her healthy eating. And her mom kind of makes these little jabs like, oh, I think, I suppose you think you're better than us now. And, you know, that kind of thing. So she's getting criticism for improving herself. But all that is, is a codependent pattern that's now been shaken up. And the other person, the other brain, and really more accurately, the other ego mind doesn't know what to do about that. So just realizing that can help you not be so hurt by criticism, especially from the people that you love, the people in your family. The next thing that you can do is take responsibility, take self-responsibility for your feeling and say, okay, well, what is my perception here? And a great way to analyze your perception is to use the belief behavior outcome sequence. So our beliefs lead to our thoughts, our thoughts lead to our emotion, our emotion leads to our behavior, and our behavior creates our outcome, which is really our perceived reality, but I'll call it the outcome here. So when you are feeling hurt, you can 
back up that equation and say, okay, I'm feeling hurt by this person. What am I thinking about what's going on that is hurting me? And even back further, what are you believing in order to even have a thought like that? And then most importantly, is that belief or thought even true? So in the case of the client whose mom was making these jabs because, oh, she's getting healthier and she's um, eating better and she must think she's better than us now, that caused a very painful emotion, hurt, um, even guilt, sadness. And so in tracing back, what was the thought? The thought was actually that her mom didn't like her or that her mom didn't approve of what was going on. But was that thought even true? No. And more importantly, what's the belief behind that thought that would even have her thinking, well, my mom must um, not like me? Well, the belief was core to her. The belief was that she wasn't enough to begin with. So of course her mom wouldn't like her, right? Because if she was enough, then certainly her mom would like her and love her unconditionally, no matter what she did, even improving herself. So then she could ask herself, is that belief true? Am I not enough? And, and that's a core belief that comes up for a lot of people in different ways. And that's a belief that you can break through and, and the first step is realizing that it's even there and it's operating, it's behind the scenes, driving what your thoughts are and what your emotions are. Hi, this is Leah Lunn. Join me February 1st and 2nd, 2020 in beautiful Palm Springs, California for the I Am Vibrant Girls Weekend Getaway. You'll learn to detox anything in your life that brings you down or gets in your way so that you can be the powerful creator of your own life. Full details are available at www.onewholehealth.com forward slash Vibrant Girls Weekend. So in this case, analyzing the perception, oh, another way to say this, to even simplify it, is what are you making the other person's behavior mean? So when they are criticizing you, judging you, what are you making that behavior mean? Because it's not usually what's happening around us. It's not the fact that they're um, saying what they're saying or criticizing you or judging you. It's what you're actually making that mean. And it usually is what you're making it mean about you. And the next question to ask yourself is what if it actually doesn't have anything to do with you at all? Because it rarely does. You might've heard that expression, what other people think of me is none of my business. Yeah, because what they think is their own belief to behavior to outcome sequence, right? It's their own ego mind. It's their own perception. And it rarely, rarely actually has anything to do with us at all. So now you've got two tools and strategies to help you not feel so hurt when, when somebody's criticizing or judging you. A third one I'm going to mention very quickly, which is that um, you can, there could be biochemistry at play here. And what I mean by biochemistry is we all have neurotransmitters that help us feel good, help us have uh, not be overly sensitive, 
help us have resiliency, help us have a self of, uh, sense of humor, help us kind of roll with the punches with what other people do and what's happening around us. And when you're depleted in these neurochemicals, things like serotonin and GABA and endorphin, you will be more sensitive. And so never forget that there's a biochemical aspect to this. It could be their depletion that's making them more irritated, more aggressive, more um, angry about something, or it could be your biochemistry depletion that is having you feel more sensitive, taking it personally, personalizing things, being down on yourself, seeing things as kind of hopeless. And so, you know, biochemistry is not who we are. That's a, that's a physical in a way, a biochemical um, aspect of ourselves. And oftentimes just healing that biochemistry can heal things in a relationship. The fourth strategy I want to give you about how to not let criticism hurt you is a reminder that our mind, especially subconsciously, the mind always does what it thinks we want it to do. So if it's having you react to something, there's a reason. We react to things in other people that are in us. What we react to in someone else is like a mirror and a light bulb to something that is inside of you. Maybe fear, maybe resistance, maybe deep down, you know you act that way too. And know that everything you do, everything any one of us does is for good reason. And that applies to them and that applies to you. And so everything we do is for a good reason. It's not always a logical reason. Oftentimes it's a subconscious reason, but just go into the situation knowing that we don't do things, say things, think things to make a situation worse. We don't do it to cause trouble. We don't do it to feel bad. And they don't either. At the core, human beings, everything we do is for a good reason. And it's usually to feel a little bit better Hopefully that we could feel good or what I hear oftentimes from clients is I just was trying to feel normal or not feel so much pain. So they might be criticizing you for the exact same reason. They might be criticizing you for attention or for protection or because they have some kind of fear and you're reacting to it because somewhere inside of you, there's a similar fear. Maybe you're afraid of being like them. Maybe you're afraid of being seen as critical. Maybe it triggers a, a memory and a pattern from where somebody else was critical with you earlier in life. But somewhere in you is that exact same behavior and understanding that can help you understand them and not take the criticism personally. Now, here's a big, big, big thing. When you are hurt by criticism, we trace back, we looked at the belief. When you react the most, almost always, it's because you actually think whatever it is they're saying about you is true. Think about it. If somebody says something that's just so random, <laughs> so out there, like maybe they say, well, you're a 10 foot tall purple alien. That doesn't hurt you, right? Because you don't, there's not an ounce of you that believes it. You know it's not true, so you don't react at all. But when somebody says something else, like you're, um, you think you're better than us now, or um, you, you think what you're doing is the right thing, or um, 
any anything that they say that's a gray area it's not as clear as 10 foot tall purple alien this is where your own mind could be reacting from your own core beliefs because you actually think it could be possible that it's true so if someone says you're never going to amount to anything and you react there's part of you that thinks it's true. If someone says, well, who are you to do that? Who are you to start a business? Who are you to write a book? If there's part of you that gets really hurt and defensive and takes it personal, it's because there's part of you that thinks it's true. And when there's self-doubt or there are worthiness issues, then criticism, when you hear it, it just seems to prove it. On the flip side, when there is nothing but self-love, when you unconditionally love yourself, there's nothing anybody could say that hurts you or riles you up or you take personally. And the reason for this is the ego mind. The ego mind is that part of our mind that thinks we're separate or different from any other person. It might be thinking that you're better than or it might be thinking that you're less than and it will do everything to protect that self-image that you have of yourself. But we're all one. Not only are we all the same, we're actually all individual parts of the source. So when your ego mind has you th thinking that you deserve or are more, or that you deserve or are less, or that you function differently than every other human being, or that you're not enough because of something that happened, or that you're wounded or scarred or or broken because of something that happened. This is all the dream of separation. This is all the ego mind trying to make you believe that you're different and separate from anything else, everybody else, and different and separate from the source. But you're not. You're part of source. So being hurt by criticism reflects the fear and the resistance and the ego mind in you, which is why I started this out by saying it's the best opportunity for you. I heard Abraham once say it this way, when somebody gives you a criticism, especially if it's your family, just turn to them and say, I love you so much that I don't care what you think. Say that to yourself too. When your ego mind stirs up something like, I'm so offended, they shouldn't have said that. They are criticizing me. They are judging me. Say to your own mind, to yourself, I love you so much. I don't care what you think. I love you so much. I don't care what you think. That is radical self-love. That is freedom from the ego mind. That is connection to source and who you really are. Try it. It will feel great and it will liberate you from what anybody else is doing because in the end it's all your perception and you get to choose your perception thanks for listening in today i'll talk to you next time you've been listening to i am vibrant the podcast that helps you reboot your brain and reprogram your subconscious mind to feel good on purpose and create a life you love